0: It is quite sizable, and it is indeed quite scary, because more and more we're learning that there are less limitations to the type of goods that are being counterfeited. Um, many, many studies that have been done by our global counterparts are showing that um, this is going from billions into trillions of rands around the G20 countries every year, so something really to be cautious and aware of.
1: And, uh, you know, as scary as it is, why is South Africa uh, seemingly becoming a dumping destination uh, for at least some of the uh, fake and illegally imported goods? But we are now also seemingly producing a lot of these counterfeit goods right here.
0: Hmm. I think it has a lot to do with also awareness, consumer awareness and Uh, Our brand owners needing to do a little bit of more campaigning to educate our consumers. But uh, from the Consumer goods Council point of view, we represent over 10,000 manufacturers, retailers, and supply chain players, and we are very geared towards partnering with them to make use of things like standards to address these issues. For example, if a consumer comes across something which um, they've purchased that they're not sure of, they are means that they can use to verify the authenticity of products, things such as the barcode, things such as um, addresses on on products, you know, hotlines for verification using batch numbers, lot numbers, and expiry dates. Those are all tools that we can and we have at our our disposal at the moment that we can use to engage with our brand owners to make sure that you know we are not getting our hands on these bad bad things.
1: Mm. Uh, Taryn, I looked at some of those pictures uh, from uh, that raid that the police in the Northern Cape uh, actually carried out. And it is very scary because these are actually very common household brands and products that people use. And um, I understand that it is particularly relatively easily distributed uh, around the townships and being sold in spaza shops. Uh, Have you heard of this? Are you aware of that? We're not uh, particularly
0: aware of the facts around the raid that took place last week. But, I mean, as you know, we are South Africa and Zanzi. We have a fairly high ratio of informal trade going on. Unfortunately, um, these People that are guilty of doing this are preying on our poorer communities and they are taking advantage of the less formal um, trade environments and getting these common needed products, you know, stuff that we all use on our plates daily when we're cooking our meals and using that as an opportunistic avenue to, you know, make money and, and not considering the dangers to the consumer. We as consumers... Goods Council are partnering more and more with SMEs and we are working more with, um, you know, government to make sure that we educate even the informal traders. So people that are having tuck shops and spaza shops are not exempt from being educated on how to identify the source of the products they're selling, but also we need to work together to inform them of the ramifications of sourcing these cheap Uh, suspicious goods um, and really the numbers around the dangers that are facing us as consumers
1: The allegations are though that it is the people um, who actually run these spaza shops who are sometimes responsible for the production of the counterfeit goods so that they could sell them at a cheaper price
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to comment on that really. But I think that if we all get our hands on the ground, especially us as an industry, we are a non-profit organisation who's working closely with on behalf and we are the voice of the brand owners. If we can use solutions such as barcodes and the information on the packaging to educate the, the sellers, I'm sure that they would be more than willing to follow the brand authentication steps and to protect themselves because I think our Consumer Protection Act and um, bodies such as the National Regulator for Compulsory Specifications are working very hard to make sure that our consumers are protected. And in doing so, there will and should be ramifications for those bodies that are found guilty of doing this. And, I mean, we're working quite closely with the industry to, much, to try and make sure that we do as much educating as possible on these matters. Uh,
1: uh, Taryn, talking about authentication, um, how difficult is it, though, to spot a fake product because if you look mm. at the packaging a lot of times it it doesn't it it's not too far off from the real article so what is it that we should be looking out for in particular
0: You know you're right Sakina it's quite difficult so I would say in the event of trying to spot I mean you can't all be professionals at best we are just consumers but if something looks and sounds fishy I mean if you're going to a shop and Something that's selling for maybe 10 rand, you're now able to pick it up for 65 cents. That should be your first warning sign. Second to that, uh, if in doubt, look at the packaging. Look for contact information. Usually, uh, uh, most or all the time, there has to be a hotline for queries about that product. Most of the time, that hotline comes at no charge to the consumer to phone and query look at the barcode, um, quote the barcode when calling in, look at the batch numbers, the lot number, the expiry date, and just with that information in hand, brand owners will be able to share with consumers the route that the product has taken through the supply chain, which channels the product has been um, sent for selling purposes. So if, for example, it was bought with a specific batch number in one of our townships that the branch owner never ever uh, deployed the product for sales, it will be quite easy to um, detect and to inform consumer of, which will then uh, give the consumer ability to make an informed decision on whether or not to consume that item
1: And just a final question, Taryn, Um, that raid in the Northern Cape, uh, the the, the household and food items was said to be worth around 77 million rand in that one raid alone. So it begs the question, just how much is counterfeit market costing our economy at the moment? Oh
0: my God, that's a very, very interesting point and it can open up a huge can of ones. I mean, the detriment to countries and supply chains and brand owners are huge. You know, not even considering the danger to the health of the consumer. We have brand protection and reputational damage that takes place. With all the counterfeiting goods, we face, you know, job losses in industries because suddenly sales are not measuring up um, for brand owners. There are also tax losses and infringements because we know that these people that do these wrongs do not pay tax. On the profits that they made. So the implications are higher and higher and it's getting worse every day. So I think as a country and as consumers, we need to keep our ear out and um, we need to make sure that we do what we can to educate the masses and to protect ourselves um, every day.